B98.5's Tide and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. My name is Tad. Hello, Drex. Blessings. And hello, Kara. Good morning. I don't know if there's an official name for it, but I'm calling it the Coronavirus 15, where <laughs> we're sitting in our house, we're eating a lot of potato chips, yeah. and not getting outside, not getting exercise, which you can't get outside. I um, live on the Beltline right now, mm-hmm. temporarily, while my other house is being worked on, and so there's, and then there's like a freedom trail around my house as well that's less traveled. However, the Beltline is flatter. So I really want to be running on the Beltline, but there's more people on the Beltline, mm-hmm. which means as I'm running, I am trying to run six feet away from all of these people. I'm zigging, I'm zagging, I'm yeah. bobbing, I'm weaving. And number one, it feels very rude because you're basically seeing a group of people walking and you're running across the street mm-hmm. to avoid them. And there's just something about the social distancing that feels rude. I mean, I know that everybody knows about it, but it still feels rude. Um, so yesterday I'm running and I also stop breathing when I run by people. So it's like this big to do. It's very, <laughs> my three mile run is very you, difficult. You're going to die. What? You might die. From just not breathing. Yeah. I know. Why don't you just run on a treadmill? Well, that could, I don't know what, I'm thinking about that, but I don't know what <laughs> do you Do you own your own gym. treadmill? We have a treadmill in our building, which I don't well, think. Well, like, so the do- I live across the street from a doctor, and the doctor was like, don't go to the gym. Oh, like, yeah. That's a bad spot a- to be in. I mean, this is not like a major gym yeah. where there's thousands. It's like, you know, they might have four or five machines. They have Purell mm-hmm. and they have all of that. So I- I've been thinking about that. I don't know what the answer is on yeah. that. So yesterday... I'm bobbing and I'm weaving and there's just a cluster of people that I'm like, I don't even know where to run. So I decide to start running down this path that's closer to in front of a building. Mm -hmm. And I figure I'm going to cut across after I get down the pass and then I'll go up here. And I have this all in my mind. And who do I run directly into but a dude wearing (gasps) scrubs? No. Was he running? No, he was walking his dog. Okay. But he's wearing scrubs. I'm figuring, oh, I'm done. This <laughs> is over. Maybe he's a vet. <laughs> Let's, he did. He was right. walking his dog. I know. Maybe, Maybe he he's was a vet. vet. I don't understand Call why. yourself. What, what's wrong with that? Well, because doctors and nurses are on the front They're lines the right front now. Lines, and, man. you know. It'd be like running into somebody that's wearing, like, uh, you know, and that is a great point. Hats off to these people because Absolutely. they are on the front lines. But right. it'd be like running into somebody wearing like a grocery store uniform but it, or, or so, any any other sort of job where people have no choice but to come into contact with mm-hmm. a lot of people. And I know they're taking good care of themselves. And the doctor in the scrubs or whoever this guy was, I'm sure is in better shape than than most, yeah. hopefully. Do you think the doctor was like, chill out, you spaz? He was probably like... Um, so I was trying to avoid people, and right. guess who I ran into? A crazy person. Um, yeah, right. Oh, bubble, you just ran into my bubble. <laughs> 98.5, 80s, 90s, and now, what is social distancing? It means that you need to stay six feet from other people when it, at all possible. Um, and uh, that was not happening yesterday. Our boss posted a picture of an establishment in um, 
in Roswell, right? Mm-hmm. Canton, Canton Street. Street. They were partying down like crazy. They were partying down downtown Woodstock. They were partying down all over the place, which is really starting to upset me. I come into work. I do my work. I go directly home. I don't leave the house. I went for a walk yesterday. That's the most I've been out of the house in days. And I have elderly parents. Everybody going out and about and doing your thing, not caring about anybody else, is just continuing the spread of this stuff and this crazy. And we're just going to be locked down even longer. So how's about stay at home? Two days ago, I listened to a press conference. This is a press conference, by the way, is where basically 50 people get in front of us. Well, 50 people that are not practicing good social distancing either. If you watched the one yesterday, they were all huddled up like they were on a Navy ship. Uh, But there's this uh, Dr. Burke who was talking about the fact that it is going to be up to millennials to make sure that the social distancing works. Now, why do I think the millennials are the key? Because they're the ones that are out and about. And they're the most likely to be in social gatherings. And they're the most likely to be the least symptomatic. We're protecting the greatest generation right now. They're also the most likely to not be listening to our show right now because they're the most likely to be sleeping at this hour. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of preaching to the choir, but... Well, in, in, I was I watched a little press conference yesterday and been following this, and it's starting to sound a little bit... And let me go on the record for saying that I agree that people should stay away from each other, not go to the bars. It's getting a little ridiculous. But... Uh, it's starting to sound a little bit like, you damn kids better yeah. stay. And the problem is, and because we've all been 22 before, mm-hmm. what's the best way to get a 22-year-old to do something? Put the message in a video game? No, I don't even, I'm the, just going, right. I sound <laughs> but old But the best way that. to get a 22-year-old to do something is to tell him not to. So it, we've got to figure out a different way to talk to these, I'm just saying 22. It could be anywhere from 18 to 26. I saw I was at the golf driving range yesterday, hitting balls 10 feet from everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, a group of probably 19, 20 year olds of like 10 or 12 mall came up together, hooting and hollering and slapping high fives and, and doing what they want. So we've got to, there's got to be a different way we could talk to them because, you know, Anthony Scaramucci standing on stage saying, you kids better stay in the house. That's not going to work. You know what we need to do? Well, there's one option, which is to find some millennials that will be the ambassadors who will talk to other millennials and spread it like that. But uh, another great idea, just listening to you, throw a three-month EDM concert. And here's why I say that. They're all gathered in the same place, all together. Nobody's coming back to mom and dad and getting them sick. Three months. One giant rave party EDM concert. It'll be coronavirus cella. Have you ever been to one of those things? That's a terrible idea. Well, They'll no. create some other kind of weird super bug all in that That's soupy true. grossness. That no, thank you. You know what? You're absolutely right, Kara. All right, back to the drawing board we go. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. It's Tad Drex and Kara. If you are listening to us right now, in all likelihood, you're driving to your job. And considered essential personnel. We were talking about that. The uh, the dangerous jobs. The you know we're being asked to uh, sort of stay away from people, but there are certain jobs where that's not a choice. Mm-hmm. And so we thank you for putting yourself in harm's way. Number one profession, most dangerous profession right now during this coronavirus outbreak is a uh, dental hygienist. Wow. And you can imagine that be the case. We reached out to Kara's dentist. Yeah, the amazing Dr. Patel at Dentistry at East Piedmont. 
Dr. Patel, did you see this about the dental hygienists? I did see that article. You know, the truth of the matter is this has always been the case. We are at a high risk, and there's two main reasons for that. One is that we're really close to our patients. We just have always followed very strict infection control policies. And um, so, you know, we've made a few minor adjustments since the outbreak, such as like we wipe down all the surfaces that a patient can touch every hour on the hour. We've kind of limited the use of our power tools that aerosolize the most. But probably the biggest change just came down from the American Dental Association. They recommended that we postpone any elective procedures such as cleanings or fillings for the next three weeks. Now, our office is going to be open. We're going to be seeing emergencies, and hopefully that'll keep patients from having to go to the ER, and we can kind of reduce the burden on the hospitals. Dr. Patel, you mentioned power tools, and I, I just, I'm glad we have you here because I want to talk to you about that. I mean, shouldn't you just do away with the use of power tools in a dentist office <laughs> to begin <Yeah>. with? <laughs> it's the worst. They, they are an important tool. Without those, we couldn't take care of our patients, that's for sure. My dentist office has this new tool that is just used for cleaning in tough-to-get places. It's basically replaced the pick, and it sounds and it looks exactly like the drill. We need to do away with these things. But you've got a few weeks to work on it. Talking to Kara's dentist, Dr. Patel. Have you guys run into any kind of supply shortages? I know since there's been a run on gloves and hand sanitizer and all this stuff, on your end, the important things that you guys need to do your jobs, have you found that there's... A, a shortage of supply anywhere? Probably the top of the list is face mask. Mm -hmm. We cannot get face mask anymore. Any kind of hand sanitizer, all of those things are now on back order for right now. If I were you, I'd be wearing like uh, scuba gear right now. <laughs> you know, we're talking about masks and stuff. I'm talking welding mask or a motorcycle helmet. So I've been going to see Dr. Patel for like 10 years now, and I'm great friends with my hygienist, Lindsay, and she sent me a picture of the new mask that Dr. Patel has been providing all of the hygienist. I told her it looked like riot gear, Dr. Patel. <laughs> you know, we, 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 we absolutely have gone out of our ways to get as much protection for our team as we possibly can. And yes, some of it does look like it's a spacesuit from an astronaut. But uh, anything we can do to protect our patients and our team is probably what we're going to do. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Patel. And Kara, when people... When it's safe again to get cleanings and stuff. He sounds like a cool guy. How do people get yeah, in touch? Yeah, he's the best. Dentistry at East Piedmont. Just Google it. The 98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. It's Tad, Drex, and Kara here with you each and every morning. And, uh, you know, it's difficult to find certain things at the grocery store. People have been buying out the hand sanitizer. We know that. And uh, and toilet paper, but we wanted to find out from a grocery store perspective, like the kinds of things that they're having a hard time keeping their hands on. Uh, joined by Felix Turner from Kroger. Felix, talk about some advice you'd have for customers who may have a little anxiety that they're not going to get the certain things that they need. I mean, how's the supply chain working? We definitely want to uh, emphasize that our supply chain is strong, uh, has not been interrupted. Uh, and we're really encouraging customers not to panic. Uh, the best thing to do is just to touch base with that particular store on when trucks will be coming in. Talking to Felix Turner from Kroger, you know, your employees right now are at the same level as a first responder. I mean, they're out there putting themselves in harm's way every day. Is there anything that you wish that you could tell customers, like, this would help, this would be nice? Just to uh, make sure that when they come in the stores, we're providing uh, wipes to be able to wipe down. 
buggies, uh, just keeping a safe distance. Uh, if you're sick, we would ask that you um, make sure you monitor that because we're doing the same thing with our associates. Uh, if, they're, if they're not feeling well, uh, we're encouraging them to stay at home. You guys are hiring right now. Yes, um, definitely hiring. Uh, one of the things that we know, um, we know that there are a lot of uh, uh, people that in industries such as restaurants and hospitality and travel that are probably uh, being impacted, and uh, we just want them to know and encourage them to visit uh, jobs.kroger.com. We are currently hiring. Uh, we do have open positions. Excellent. That's great, great news for people who are out of work right now. Felix Turner from Kroger joining us on the show. Thank you so much. Beating her at pop culture trivia is almost impossible. Can you do it? Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Good morning, Leslie in Atlanta. Good morning, guys. How are you? Great. Could you kick Kara out of the studio? See you later, Kara. See you, Leslie. Good luck. We're going to ask you five pop culture questions. If you answer more right than Kara, you will win 100 bucks of her money. If she answers more right than you, she wins. All ties go to the house. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Here we go. Question one. People must really be bored because the new social media trend is playing tic-tac-toe with your pet. <laughs> what two letters are used in that game? X and O. Number two, a woman from Washington admitted on Reddit that the bar of soap she was using was actually a block of cheese. True or false, Washington is the cheese state. False. Number three, Tom Brady announced yesterday he's leaving the Patriots. Who's Tom Brady's supermodel wife? Giselle Bündchen. Number four, Marvel's delaying the May 1st release of Black Widow. Who plays the Black Widow? Ooh. Um, oh, uh, Scarlet. Uh, 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 Joe Hansen. Number five, 23 years ago today, people lined the streets of Brooklyn for the funeral procession of this hip-hop star. The Notorious B.I.G. 23 years ago. Let's bring Kara in. I like this. Well, so Kara has been having a lot of four-to-four ties lately. I think maybe the last three or four games we played, Kara's tied a four-to-four. Well, it's good for Leslie because she got all five oh, right. No. So we're not going to tell uh, Kara if she is right or wrong until the end because you got to get all five right, Karen. Kara and I tied five against five over the summer. No way, Ooh. really? Yes, yes. Mm. I predict it's going to happen again, but let's see. Okay. Same questions, Kara. Number one, the new social media trend is playing tic-tac-toe with your pet. What two letters are used in that game? X and O. How many games have you beat BB at? Uh, she likes to play Mahjong. Oh, she- <laughs> Number two, a woman from Washington admitted on Reddit that the bar of soap that she's been using was actually a block of cheese. True oh. or false, Washington is the cheese state. False. Number three, Tom Brady announced yesterday he's leaving the Patriots. Who is his supermodel wife? Giselle Bunchen. Number four, Marvel's delaying the May 1st release of Black Widow. Who plays the Black Widow? Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Number five, 23 years ago today, people lined the streets of Brooklyn for the funeral procession of this hip-hop star. The Notorious B.I.G.? Leslie said back over the oh. summer that she tied Kara five to five. Well, it's now happening again in the month again. of March. The first day of spring is a five to five tie, and all ties do go to the house. But well done, Leslie. 
Thanks, guys. Great game, Leslie. Good job, Kara. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now Tad, Drex, and Kara. If you missed it, we were talking about this. There's a lot of events getting canceled and a lot of parents that don't want to break it to their kids. If your kid is young enough, you could lie to them. (laughs) And this is my plan. My son's birthday is coming up. He's turning five. It's a big milestone birthday. Mm -hmm. We had a big party plan. We told him about it. It's going to be canceled. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen. We don't want to tell him. I told my wife, I said, the answer here is he doesn't know about days. Like, next to dogs, kids are, like, dogs have no sense of time. Kids barely have a sense of time. And we'll just keep on telling him, look, your birthday, no, it's not yet. It's coming up. And just make the countdown last longer, a couple it's of months. It's funny, you said kids don't have a sense of time, but, sh- man, do they make sure that parents have a sense of time. Right? It's like, oh, God, you've been wearing me out for four hours. Oh, it's only been 20 minutes? <laughs> so, uh, but we're getting some suggestions from people. Maybe this is not the way to handle it. I don't know what you think. Trisha and Winder. Hey, good morning. Okay, so today is actually my son's 14th birthday. Oh. And he, he is very sad because he can't have his birthday party anytime soon. And he's just wondering, what are we going to do? So his big sister's decided... We're just going to party it up tonight, and they're going to make cupcakes, and we're going to blow up balloons and just have a family night. And so, yes, I know your five-year-old may not know the date, but just live it up and have a good time with them tomorrow. And then just say, you know what? We could just celebrate your birthday twice because you are so cool and you are so special. I'm curious, Trish. You said that you have a 14-year-old boy, and he's upset about not having a birthday party? Yeah, because today's his birthday. Um, last year he was really sick, so he had to put his birthday party off for a month. Oh, and so God. he's kind of upset that now it's going to be, you know, a month or plus yeah, before he can have birthday. I remember being a 14-year-old boy, and I, I don't want to party. Like, I wanted gym shorts and video games. <sighs> Whatever. Like, you didn't want to have all the cute girls in class come over no, and wish you happy birthday and give no. you a hug. Please. Rex took a look in the mirror, and they knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> Trisha, the fact of the matter is, is that my kid, if we talked to our kid to Sam and said, listen, buddy, like we're in different times right now. We can't have a party like he would understand mm-hmm. in, the, in the sweetest way. And that's exactly why I don't want to put him in that. That's why I want to just because he's I'm an old dad. And he's it's like having a grandkid. Like, I just want to give right. him the world, you know. And you know what? He can have the world. Do something great for him tomorrow and then do a party for him. You know, in the summertime, maybe do a pool party or something. Mm. Yeah. What's the danger in lying to him? It's just that you lied. And you know what? We can't put our kids in a bubble for their whole entire lives, even though we want to. We can't protect them from everything. You just got to kind of spin it to for it to make sense. Sam, we can't have your birthday because there's a deadly virus going around. So <laughs> What's a deadly virus? Yeah, that's the conversation I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> no, it's, it's more like, hey, Sam, there's, we all kind of have to have sleepovers at our own house right now. Because people are just kind of little loony tune right now. So let's go ahead and party up at home, just all of us. And then maybe in the summertime we could do something really cool. Yeah. And have a party outside or a pool party or something really fun. I like the idea of saying you're special enough. You're going to have it's going to be Super the year of Sam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be into that. Exactly. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate the suggestion. The summer of Sam. Oh boy, isn't that? I mean, it's a movie, isn't it? Or is it every or, summer? Or a film? That's true. Every day is Sam Dead. B ninety eight point five, eighties, nineties, and now. Thank you so much for listening. You can listen, by the way, on your Alexa device. 
Just enable our skill. Say, Alexa, play B98.5, and bam, you got us on in the morning at your house while you're doing your makeup, your hair, or actually not doing anything because you're not leaving the house. <laughs> Is that in between the Frozen 2 soundtrack right. that my daughter's playing? <laughs> on repeat. When you need a break from that yeah, or from hearing... That song from Aladdin for the thousandth time, you never find a friend like me. Okay. Yeah, I will. Um, number one most dangerous job to be working during this outbreak, dental hygienists. So we've been talking with people who are kind of in the line of the sneeze fire to find out what they're up against. And uh, Tyler called in. Tyler, you're a paramedic. What are you up against right now? Lots of face masks going and disappearing. Can't find hand sanitizer. Uh, so it's uh, it's getting kind of crazy out there. Are you experiencing any maybe just uh, anxiety, people calling be- because they're unsure, they have some, some anxiousness about what's going on, and it's not a real medical emergency? Uh, of course, because, you know, allergy season is right around the corner, too. So a lot of people are, you know, is it allergies that they're having, or is it actually this, uh, this virus that's going around? You know, a lot of people are freaked out, you know, myself included. You know, I've got allergies, so every time that I cough, you know, people give me this death stare that I'm about to this virus to Tyler, we were talking about that in the studio a couple of minutes ago. Like, how are we going to be able to tell if we have a cold or a flu or even a COVID-19 or if this is just allergies acting up? Um, yeah, yeah, because with myself included, you know, a lot of people should know, you know, if you've got allergies and, and all that good stuff, you should know what your allergies feel like. If you listen to some interviews with some people who have contracted coronavirus, mm-hmm. They're like, uh, I feel like I've been through 12 rounds in a boxing ring. Okay. So those are extreme. But the younger you are, uh, the healthier your immune system, the lighter the symptoms. So you're getting a lot of false alarm calls? I, 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 I mean, I can't tell you one way or another, but I believe it's a lot of probably allergy related too. Wow. So. And what exactly, who do you work for? Like, do you work on an ambulance or do you work as an I EMT? Do. You do on an ambulance? Yeah. Yes, sir. Where else wow. would a paramedic work, Ted? What? Where else would a paramedic work? Um, sometimes they're uh, EMTs or I don't know. Yeah. Where else to helicopters? I don't know. Where <laughs> oh, else to okay, okay, Tyler, right. so, tell us. Uh, uh, we can do hospitals and, and doctor's offices too, oh, but okay. our yeah, main see. is... Thank goodness I had a paramedic to turn to right there at that moment. It would be like a plumber, like, uh, so you work with pipes. (laughs) That's not true. I don't know. (laughs) This is a learning experience. Hey, so Fred Blankenship, you're only on the TV? (laughs) (laughs) What are we on the air for four hours a day? Yes. I get the feeling that like four hours is just enough. Right? That's before we start with the murders. As I'm playing with my pocket knife right now, yeah. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.